Hey, what up, Peak Freaks? It's your smelly little stink daddy, Kevin, here. Welcome to episode two. Hopefully, we've got a few new people into this shitstorm of a series we're slowly learning to appreciate. If you listened to the first pod, we just wanted to thank you from the bottom of our dicks. Obviously, there's lots of room for improvement. We're bad at remembering scenes. The microphone quality is all over the place, and we sure uh, love talking over each other. But if you have any notes, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating. And in the written review section, roast us. Maybe we'll read some of the insults during our next pod. All right, so I just wanted to start out getting your guys' thoughts on the first pod. Um, yeah, I think it went well. I don't. I was hung over the next day. Yeah, I fell asleep like hard on the couch. I think <laughs> I woke up at like three in the morning. <laughs> Did you? Oh, and you rewatched it, right? I tried watching episode two right after our podcast and I fell asleep about I, Yeah, same. We tried that. Yeah. It didn't work. 15 minutes. I can't believe, I feel like we've been talking more about this than actually watching it. Because I've, I've only watched episode one once. Or episode two. I've only, I re-watched episode two, but I was not paying attention, like, at all. I was mostly on my phone. And then, yeah. I don't know. I was like, oh, that's Bobby, <laughs> that's like sorry, getting oh, the that's characters in, in line. But no, it really does. It like it's made me more attached to the characters just after having like really and like Dennis like brought out so many interesting points in the last podcast that I didn't even think about in the first episode. So it's kind of giving me a different lens. All right, well, so I did pull up the fandom for episode one which is technically episode two and we start off with what i describe as detective cooper's like breakout performance he is talking into his tape recorder upside down describing like the coffee and how great the town is and the case and I, this is where i'm like completely sold on detective cooper I don't know if you guys felt the same. That's a damn good cup of coffee. <laughs> Is that the prop? Yeah, that's my prop. <laughs> coffee <laughs> cup is the prop. It's pretty good. Yeah, I wanted to get it over with. Okay, now we can start. Oh, is that really what it was? <laughs> yeah. I have I have whiskey in here though. Oh, okay, cool, cool. No, but like I thought that scene was like amazing. Like I was Wait, like, you said he was talking into it upside down? Yeah, oh, he's hanging. He's hanging upside. He's down. literally hanging upside down. I yeah. Like, okay. What the fuck is he doing this? So like, oh, I, yeah. I went and researched it, and like, apparently, like, it's like a trend, or maybe it was a trend at the time, but it like supposedly supposed to be like really good for your muscles and brain function because it like brings the blood down. So I don't know if there's any like truth to that, but I thought that was fascinating. But what muscles? That guy's legs were the skinniest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, well, he's an actor. <laughs> Yeah, it's hang too much time spent hanging upside down. I wonder what um the other like I think there's book series. This did this come from a book? I don't think so. I think this is pure original. It's all David Lynch. And Speaking Mark of uh, David Lynch, have you ever watched Mahal and Drive? Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I I turned it <laughs> off. <that way. laughs> I didn't like it. No, I tried it. Yeah. Everyone says it's a great movie, but I like I was like in in high school when I watched it. Didn't get it. So 
And yeah, you were so smart back then. Yeah. <laughs> I was too focused on all the girls. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Which cheerleader were you fucking when you were doing <laughs> All of them. <laughs> all of them, man. In my head. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, okay. Go. No, no, no. Not, nothing interesting. But just, yeah. like So I just thought that scene was really cool, though, because it's just like, that is like where that guy came into form. Like he is clearly some autistic detective and i was like oh okay this guy is interesting what is the uh what do you think that coffee represents like why does he keep saying this is good coffee every time i'm wondering i'm wondering if they're just trying to play on the culture of like seattle being a coffee city but i don't know if that but then later was this the episode where later in the episode he's about to drink coffee and he's like don't drink it there's a fish in the percolator yeah 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 that's the worst cup of coffee same so like, oh that's interesting it went from like the best cup of coffee to like the worst yeah no i didn't think about yeah. that but yeah this is the same episode for sure or maybe maybe the veil of twin peaks is finally getting lifted where it's like you know you first go in it's a beautiful town and no there's definitely something there like but it's yeah. percolated by fish interesting Good thought, Dennis. That is a really good thought. I just, I just me- remember making those two connections of like him really yeah. saying that, and then him drinking like the worst cup of coffee. No, because yeah, because he literally, I have a note here. He's like, the true test of any hotel is that morning cup of coffee, and like he says that like at least two or three times throughout the series. At least I've only seen two episodes where he see like said that multiple times. So it's like, yeah, like it might seem like a nice, perfect town, but. If the coffee has or, fish in it, or maybe they're just trying to really hammer down the stereotype of just a cop that loves coffee yeah. and donuts. Where's and, my donut? <laughs> just yeah, and how they stack them all up in perfect little yeah um, stacks before they eat them. And then also, they're like, like I haven't brutality anybody today. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's the word. <laughs> I haven't police brutality in anywhere in a long time. Yeah, there's a quote I'm supposed to hit, and I haven't brutality in anybody in a week and a half. Uh, but yeah, so then we're getting to my, uh, I think my favorite scene of the episode. So immediately after he's hanging upside down, he goes to get like breakfast at the hotel, the Great Northern Inn. Do you ever uh, think about Great Northern Mall, which is a mall by us? No, but I, I guess I should. Are you just saying like by us, by, by me? <laughs> yeah, by you now. Day to day or just from this show? Just all do the I time. Think, do I think about that weekly? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of sad going in there. I remember when I was like maybe 16 or 17 years old, Great Northern Mall, like that little strip area had a Jimmy John's and I just like had just been introduced to Jimmy John's and like i remember going specifically for a jimmy johns because it just like wasn't everywhere at the time so it's just like why did i drive 25 minutes i know i remember going there with you before going to huntington beach in bay village which those aren't near each other all right back to the show yeah (laughs) so we show up to the great northern hotel and uh detective cooper is eating breakfast and he has the coolest breakfast order in my opinion which is like, he's like, I want bacon, extra crispy, cremated. Oh, yeah. He says like cremated, which I think is awesome. And then he won, then he uh, cuts. Over hard. The, oh yeah, he wants the, the eggs over hard. 
and he knows it's bad, but he just still wants it. And then he goes, and then I want these uh, grape juice freshly squeezed. And then that hat girl shows up and he just looks at her tits. Is that? Oh, shit. <laughs> she does not remember that at all. No. no. Remember the over hard eggs? No, let me pull this up. Hang on. This is actually really damn good. Now, I'd like two eggs over hard. I know, don't tell me, it's hard on the arteries, but old habits die hard, just about as hard as I want those eggs. Bacon, super crispy, almost burned, cremated. That's great. <laughs> and I'll have the grapefruit juice, just as long as those grapefruits are freshly squeezed. <laughs> Man, I like missed this. My name's Audrey Horn. I remember I, watching it. I don't remember listening to what he actually ordered. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like really analyzing the show, like it's better and better. Yeah, I don't. It's a very, it's a very horny order. Just like <laughs> yeah. this whole show is all horny. Over hard, hard, hard eggs. Oh, I didn't. Sweet. I didn't think about hard being like a horny thing, but I do love and, the way. and cremated. Yeah, oh, <laughs> super, yeah. super horny. Cream. <laughs> um, no, I just thought that scene, <laughs> I just thought that scene was really good because, like, you know, you want to squeeze tits, and he just like happened to like. Is that girl in high school? Sorry to cut you off. Is that girl in high school? Yeah, she is in high school, presumably. Mm. Yeah, I I would assume the actress is older than high school, but that chick shows up at the table. She sits down, and he just kind of like flirts with her, and also like investigates her at the same time it, apparently her brother is the guy who is hitting his head against the playoff yeah. yeah like the playoffs and he's 27 27 and in third grade which like made me think like <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine being in third grade oh lisa mentioned um, that i'm like oh they're just that's like a euphemism like he just has a he's actually in third grade I don't know. Like maybe he's not, but he just has like a third grade IQ or something. <laughs> that sounds more reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> they could probably put him into like a special class rather than just try to push him through. Just a grade. normal third grade class the rest of his life. <laughs> Never graduating. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, then there's actually like another iconic scene is next. Detective Cooper shows up to the sheriff station. And everybody he tries to talk to is just eating donuts. Like, like, like he tries to like interact with like three different people and they're all just like, damn, I, I like miss that. Hang on, let me pull that up. Cause that is I was like, gonna say, like, pull it up again. And it reminds me of the Midwest, just where everybody's like a fat ass. Oh, uh, that was good. What is that guy doing? It's a cookout. I look for him in the conference room. Hey, three for three. Sheriff, let's get James Hurley up from cell four and talk to him straight. He was in love with Laura Palmer. My bet is she told him whatever dirt she knew about Mike and Bobby and who knows what else. Then let's have a little chat with those two perpetrators. Let's also run a top to bottom on Bobby's vehicle, see what that brings us. We'll also check on the autopsy on Laura Palmer and see what that brings in. Oh, we're also going to want to talk to Mr. and Mrs. Palmer, but let's give them a few days to deal with their grief. Now, I've got the rest of our day mapped out. Let's meet back here in three minutes. Harry, I really have to urinate. Oh, by the way, coffee at the Great Northern? Incredible. You didn't say one word. No, no, like nobody said anything. They're all just 
stuffing their damn faces it, like as a midwest commentary but for some reason it's applied to washington here but dennis my one note about this guy's outfit here and hang on i want to pull back up again is doesn't he just look like a young jeff probes yeah he does i was actually just thinking he looks like a, a sitcom dad like with curly like the guy from uh what's the one sitcom is it fam family matters or no the roller coaster i think it's um what, oh step by step yeah whose yeah. dad is that uh with the hot really hot music video um uh i know who you're talking about and that oh, dad, robin like, dick. Like, oh oh, oh no no robin dick's dad that's growing pains oh okay he looks like robin thick's dad <laughs> alan who is robin thick's dad is he alan well known he was the main guy from growing pains yeah oh but also i think you're really mixing it up with step by step which is the roller coaster i think you're right uh so that's where we're at everybody is fucking just stuffing their faces with donuts and yeah i think it's like what i think that's trying to represent i guess what you kind of mentioned already is like the slow sort of this is not a big deal and the other guys coming in like guns a blazing yeah or no they're just like they're normally used to like just a slow ass day where like normally there's just like a kitten stuck in a mailbox and like they're just chomping away on donuts while like today there just happens to be a murder to handle but yeah i love his all tan outfit and i'm gonna grab a good screenshot later with his all tan because this guy you can't tell now but he's wearing a tan jacket as well as tan pants and it's do you think that's just his uniform though it's not like no no i don't because he wasn't wearing it previously okay oh so next they interview so they talk to a doctor who is uh who's presenting the autopsy but he didn't actually like do the autopsy because he was too close to laura and uh he's all emotional about it and that's where he finds out that she had sexual relations with three men within oh, a yeah. day so like a 12-hour period and hayward and hayward yeah, how yeah many... have you guys ever had sex with three men that close? <laughs> oh, no. i mean two yeah but like three <laughs> Uh, and then Hayward has no doubt that Renette Pulaski uh, witnessed a crime. So who's that? That's the girl that walked across the bridge, all disheveled. Oh, she witnessed the crime. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. He says they're definitely tied together. So right now, our guest on the three men is the therapist, Doctor J. Yeah, Doctor J. <laughs> that one guy, the biker guy James, and then the Bobby. No, I don't think so. I think our third guess was the uh, the guy smacking his head against the wall, <laughs> or smacking his head against the playhouse. That guy was a twenty, the twenty-seven-year-old third grader. Yeah, <laughs> she had sex with a third grader. That's That's just, he's twenty-seven <laughs> yeah. though. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait. So next, <laughs> next thing we show up at is uh, Shelly, our waitress friend. Goes out to Leo, getting ready for work. Oh, I love this. And, yeah, do you want to watch it? No, I just love how he like. I just love the interaction of basically he tells her to wash his clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his, the clothes are bloody. 
And then he's like mad that his clothes are. That like, she finds out. No, I think yeah. it's Deal, honey. I have to go to work now, and Norma should be here any sec. <laughs> Leo! Did you finish cleaning my boots? <laughs> yeah, I did them, and I did the laundry, too. All of it? Well, yeah. No, you didn't. What an idiot that girl is. <laughs> okay, Leo, when I get home, I'll do it. Now, Shelly. Okay. It is. It's like the most... Poorly written male character. Yeah, there's no, there's not one redeeming quality. Give him something. <laughs> oh, you finished all your chores? Well, I got another one for you. It's just awful. Yeah, like why? It's just like why is that girl with him at all? There's not like any sort of niceness. Uh, I guess he does make money, right? She give he gives her direction. Yeah, because otherwise she'd be smoking oh. a ton of different brands of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that to Lisa. It'll be like, did you finish the laundry today? She's like, yeah, I did. I actually, if I even asked that, she'd be like, when's the fucking last time you did laundry, bitch? <laughs> Basically, what he's asking, though, is like, have you finished the laundry today? And she's like, yes, I clearly did. And then you just like get a bloody nose on a t-shirt and then like throw it at her. Like, no, you yeah. didn't, bitch. You forgot about my hidden laundry. And, like, truck. <laughs> yeah, behind my, my front seat. anyways but we already talked about the outdoor washing machine but that was it is kind of like an amazing thing to see oh yeah so leo's like a drug dealer right yeah so we kind of like learned that a little bit in the next few scenes uh but yeah so the next scene is basically james uh the biker guy is getting questioned by agent cooper and sheriff truman and he confirms that laura was a cocaine cocaine user and james is like recognizing it and wanted her to do better uh something about the heart necklace i don't really understand this heart necklace because they found i feel like i feel like everyone has one that's what i was saying I it's like how does everyone have half of this like thing this yeah. is i don't i that... think it's just like a common thing back then so so many yeah. people have other lovers that have the others that have the heart yeah, so it might not they mean found anything the they found it originally on like a dirt pile right the they found one it at at a they buried one they found one i thought they found it the, it at the crime scene that's what I'm saying. They found one at the crime scene. Oh yeah. They buried one, and then Doctor J, the end. The guy with the yeah yeah like not to spoil it, but yeah no. Yeah. Oh, and I'm on the same page though because like I'm like I feel Everyone's like there's like seven different heart necklaces. So, like yeah, I think they all mean something else. Everyone else has another person that has one, so it's yeah. not like a common thing. So they're trying okay. to throw us off. Yeah, so they're fucking us up with that. Do we want to watch Leo frantically searching for his bloody shirt? I mean, we do, but it, I don't know if it's good good podcasting. Uh, I kind of want to take a quick look at it. <laughs> Said shirt. No! <laughs> I thought she yeah. found it in the truck. I remember her finding it in the truck, though. 
Like, I don't think so. No, I think she just found it in the load of laundry that he like. Okay. Yeah, in the load of laundry, she put all the laundry in there, took the bloody shirt, stuffed it in some drawer. That's why it wasn't in there when he was pulling all the stuff out. He, he wanted like, her to clean the bloody shirt, but then no, he just wanted to own her and like make him walk. Yeah, like that's why it's he so just weird. forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, forgot. Yeah. Oh, I killed! I killed that person, <laughs> and I accidentally gave her well, my shirt. I, I just my vibe with the whole thing is like no way he's the killer because it'd be too obvious. Yeah, like that right? is. It's like probably he probably beat someone's ass because of drugs or something, and he got blood on him. I 100% agree. He's like the most obvious bad person in the series. And I think we're going to walk away. Like he's going to be like Mr. Rogers. So it's going to be like, no, what yeah. Because I was taking care of this kid with a nosebleed and I was rocking him to bed. Yeah. And his bimbo <laughs> girlfriend just can't keep her, keep the laundry in order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keeps exactly. losing his favorite blue shirts. So he's just like, look, you guys would go crazy too. If you were dating her. Yeah, the last episode is just him explaining why he was mad in every situation. Like, it's like she's yeah, an idiot. No, like the last episode is gonna be like her like smoking like four different cigarettes, like trying to wash the laundry. Her never using soap, and he has to like really give her some. And he's like praying it. He's like praying in the corner to God. He's like, Hey, Shelly, don't forget about the extra load of laundry that's always in my truck. Yeah. He's actually mad she kept putting the laundry in the laundry machine outside because it clearly doesn't work. It's inside. We're throwing it away, way, Shelly. Not again. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, okay. so we progress on. And uh, Bobby and Mike. Mike, do you know who Mike is now? Mike is Donna's boyfriend, like the frilly-haired guy. Yeah, the biker guy. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, the Not, other guy in jail? Yeah, the other guy in jail. The blonde hair guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're talking about like their uh experience with Leo. Um Donna wakes up to go and goes. They called him something they called him a different name though, right? Like Spike or Scooter or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh unrelated. This girl in the wheelchair is Zoe Deschanel's mom, if you're curious. About really? Her. Yeah. So nepotism. Yeah, yeah, she's an Epo baby. Damn. And also, her other daughter was in the show Bones. There's a lot of people on that show. <laughs> I'm, I'm in that show. That's our next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but anyways, like this is with the whole scene where she goes into like, I'm living both a dream and a nightmare at the same time. Does that ring a bell at all? No, not like, at all. This Donna girl who's in the hockey jersey. Oh. oh, I do remember that. Yeah. So that's where she's like, What team's that, Owen? I don't think there's any team on that. You don't know the Seattle, the Washington <laughs> hockey teams? It's the Seahawks, the football <laughs> team, <laughs> but a hockey jersey. Yeah, it is Seahawks colors. Yeah, anyway, so she just like reveals that she's like in love with James, the biker guy, and she's also dealing with the death of her best friend. And then, oh, this is, there's a good lineup coming, but Ed, the uh, gas station owner, yeah. is now introduced to Agent Cooper and Harry S. Truman at the police station. This is where Sheriff Wilson is wearing, or oh, I have Sheriff Wilson. Wait, Dan Truman. 
I thought you were gonna say where this is where he's wearing the tan outfit once again. Yeah. All, your, all your notes, not not his uniform though. It's not. Honestly, that was my the only thing. Like I screwed up was I wrote his last name wrong. Yeah, so it is him just wearing the tan outfit again. But he asks him, "How's that coconut?" Which apparently is like a phrase for like a shiner or like a, a bruised eye or something. No, oh, dude, wow. it's your head. Right? Oh, 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 that makes sense. <laughs> Your idea made zero sense. That is the case. If that is what he says at the end of the episode, not again like a spoiler, they do bust out a coconut at the very oh. end. And inside that coconut. Oh, was, yeah. That's, oh my God. That's so amazing. maybe there. No, that's definitely me. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cause like I just thought of it as weird. Cause like I've never described an injury or a head as a coconut, but like that's clearly like. A metaphor that it would never have caught. Yeah, because he thought it meant black eye. <laughs> yeah, nice he doesn't have a black eye. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> <job>. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the, what stuck out to me about this is he's like, "Oh, did your wife find out about you having an affair?" And, and the guy with the coconut head was like, <laughs> "Was like, no. If she found out, I'd be playing heart for the heavenly all stars." And I thought that was such a good line. Do you, have they shown his wife? Oh, uh, yeah. Her, his wife is in the next scene. This is the scene where she's just talking about her cotton balls. Oh, yeah. The eye patch lady is his wife. Yeah. Cotton balls. By God, those things would be quiet now. I remember looking at this lady. I'm like, I bet she's only like 32. And I bet she's really hot underneath that eye patch. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just talk about this. What is the what is the importance of the scene to show that his wife's crazy? Yeah, and she's then it, insane. It leads into his affair with the lady from the other land. Um, no, no, no. He's yeah, not he's the a... one having an affair, or he's not the one having an affair with her. He's having an affair with the diner lady. No, he's having an affair with the Asian lady. No, no, you're mixing up. Yeah, that's completely different people. people. <laughs> no, the, you're talking about the sheriff. No, no. So the sheriff is having an affair with the lady from the other part of the country. And then Ed. The Asian lady? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, talking about another lady from another part of the country. The country. And, you mean the and world. And then Ed, yeah. who's Whatever. married to, Ed, who is married to the <laughs> with the eye patch, okay, that makes affair, a lot more sense. Is having an affair with the lady who works at the diner, but not Leo's wife. So that's what makes this show so great, though, because there's like a billion webs of just. This know. is her kind of like just she probably Wait. knows, and she's like confronting her kind of. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Totally, yeah. They're just like honestly, yeah, I don't know if she knows, but just like. And the lady that's having the affair and then the wife are just interacting. I don't know exactly what happens next. The two guys that are in prison, they got interviewed and kind of let just let go. Yeah, they didn't really do anything. So then we get to the scene with the percolator. I don't have many thoughts. I think we already covered it, too. Yeah, no, there was one thing that stood out to me about, like, so, like, just to clarify, so Agent Cooper and Harry Truman go to interview Josie, who is like the Asian girl. Is this the scene where they go up and they're like, you just lost us $85,000 for being shut down for it's, one day. Yeah, it's related to it. There's a lot of like progression of the 
the mill story or whatever. Have we found out like why she owns the mill? Because it seems like the that other people used to own it. Well, she's married. She was married to the former owner, and then the rest oh. of them were. I think we're just like piggybacking off of it. Okay. Yeah, the other lady that like wants to control everything, the redheaded. Yeah, yeah. She's the sister that's like part of it and is getting pissed off. I think sister of the old oh. husband that he, used to own it. And yes. like still has a say. I think she runs just operations. He fires but people. A lot of power. No one wishes he could do that. <laughs> Wait, so just so for the record, because last time I talked, like she's not the log lady, right? <laughs> we don't know who the log lady is. Log lady doesn't work at the mill, right? Wait, who's log lady? Log lady's the most important person in the series. <laughs> Are we talking about the redheaded bitch or are we talking no, about No, no, we're not. Else? I'm just talking about like wait, do you guys not know what I'm talking about with the log lady? No. no. Oh my god. She's literally probably the most important person in this series, and she shows up at the end of this episode. Okay, hang on. We, you guys get excited. Run, no. run the clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like excited for you guys because there is literally a log lady. Yeah, David, it's like I never even saw this episode. Yeah. <laughs> catching oh, catching anyways, up on yeah. everything. I, I feel like just the ending scene just kind of wiped my brain of all the other scenes. But I got to just run through this really quick. Yeah, so they meet with Josie, who is like technically maybe the owner. They do the whole fish percolator scene thing, which is, yeah, perfectly fine. He discovers that the detective or the sheriff is having an affair. But then also... The one lady, Catherine, who you guys were describing as the log lady, was having an affair with a loogie guy. <laughs> she grosses me out because they have her wrapped in like blankets. Yeah. And no, she's no. gross, but they are like giving her cleavage because she's naked yeah. over there. It's disgusting. Wait, yeah. I don't. Is this in this episode two? Yeah. Play it. Play yeah. It. <laughs> Yeah, people. like, like, yeah, they're trying to make her hot. Besides, around. my knothead husband, they peek in the ledger and sniff out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Maybe yeah, why are they draping it down so well? Start a little fire. No, my, like, nose is, or my nose is, like, wait, she, she's having an affair with the loogie guy? <laughs> also the guy that's wearing a watermelon tie. <laughs> <laughs> She looks like Jesus draping his cloth, like. Oh yeah, he kisses her feet. This is. I think that's what they're going for. Like some sort of like. Okay, let's let's rush through the end because I there's a few more things I want to get to. All right, so this is an interesting scene. I don't really know how to describe it, but Donna goes to talk to uh, Laura's mother. She then like envisions Donna as Laura. Oh yeah. And it's the worst editing. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like holy shit! I can do this on my fucking iPhone. Yeah, why did they use their iPhone back then? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, oh, Laura, my baby. And then there's also just this like really creepy, like an Indian guy who comes in out of nowhere. Oh yeah. <gasps> oh, I don't know. <laughs> She's sitting on a couch, like in a living room, and then that guy's hiding. The person she sees, or the guy that she sees, is like hiding behind a bed. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Made no, no sense. but I feel like that's the first scene in the show where you're like, now you can't trust everything you see. Yeah, you know, that that's like sense. the first instance where that happens. That makes where, sense. That's a good point. Where people are seeing things. Now you're like, oh, I guess it's kind of show where people they'll show they're they're seeing things and you don't know if it's real or not. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like are, is everything they think they're seeing poorly edited? <laughs> <laughs> you think that that's what they're going for? Who uh, who else is seeing weird things though? Well, we no, don't know. I, I think I think he's the only one who had a huge show. reaction to it. I think this God is where God. the show is going though. Yeah, just from my context of the show. So then we're getting to my favorite character of episode two. Log lady. No, no, it's not Log Lady. <laughs> it's uh Bobby's dad. I talked about this. Oh later. yeah. I love very, this very well spoken. He is. He's just like very stoic and like has like reasonable. Rebellion in a young man your age is a necessary fact of life. Candidly a sign of strength. In other words, Robert, I respect your rebellious nature. That is great. He's just like, yeah, he's like so like understanding of like some fuck up son. He's like a philosopher. It really is. I like the idea that the the dad actually just really loves like military history and he isn't actually in the military. Just, oh, yeah. uh, just owns the coats, put him on, and he's like, "This is how we talk in here." He goes back to the, the sawmill. Yeah, just yeah. stolen val, stolen val. Yeah. he's like, "Dad, you work at the gas station." <laughs> <laughs> Max a cigarette out of his mouth after he says that. Oh uh, wait, so this is the cigarette meatloaf scene, right? Yeah, that was the yeah. cigarette meatloaf scene. Yeah, we mistakenly thought that was episode one, but that's. Literally. This is episode one, you freaking idiot. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, the first one was a pilot, you dummy. Yeah. All right, so this is where we're getting to the meat and potatoes. They're meat at the diner again. Harry S. Truman and uh, Agent Dale Cooper and Log Lady is sitting there. Do you? And are, are we all? <laughs> I can't sure? wait to see Log Lady. Are you sure you don't know who Log Lady is? Oh, she's carrying a log. Literally carrying a log. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I do remember. For your information, I heard you speaking about Laura Palmer. Yes. One day, my log will have something to say about this. My log saw something that night. I don't, I don't remember. Really? What did it see? <laughs> Ask it. So, yeah, I don't. I how do I not remember? Oh that? shit! Football scene. I have no <laughs> idea what that means. Why is he cutting up a football? <laughs> just, drugs in it. Keep this rolling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I don't, I don't, why I don't, is he cutting up a football? I don't oh, know. It must be putting drugs in there or something. Hi, Leo. This is a soccer soccer house. <laughs> we don't play football in here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's told her a Where's million shirt? times though. What shirt? Oh, and he brought her that pie. He was, or she shirt. brought her that, him that pie. She was so excited. Oh shit! Second one you lost this year. 
I was going to say the last scene, he mentions how much he loves the pie and he orders. Oh, exactly. Like she's like, oh my God, this guy must be so ex- like, so excited about this pie. I'm, I brought my husband to. Yeah. And, they, and he whacks it out of her hand. Ah, yeah, things are lost house. They're renovating. They're no. flipper. <laughs> He hits her. I love that theme song. I think that should be the theme song to Peak Freaks. The the whipping noise. Or yeah, the, I mean, no, no. When it comes to like, he puts whatever on the stereo. Yeah. I want this. You're sick of when you lost this year. I'm gonna teach you a lesson now, Shelly, about taking care of my property. Well, that means making sure things aren't lost or damaged. Okay, so this is our theme song. No. It's just uh, so I don't think it I don't think it's any song. <laughs> it's just like It's good. When I wake up gonna <laughs> All right, well we're really close to the end. We're doing good. So then uh only th- oh, yeah. I just have a note that says uh this is gonna hurt you. I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Not like she doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would be su- I would be surprised too, because like all he did was put a piece of soap in a sock. Yeah, it's just <laughs> soap. It feels kind of good. Yeah. It's supposed to clean you, not hurt. Maybe he's gonna yeah. get it wet and like just scrub it out. <laughs> it's like it's like those are two things I think are good, like soap, sock. <laughs> like these are good things. We're really close to the end. And the only things like I really have to note about it is this is where James goes to Donna's house and they're like on like a date kind of thing. Yeah, no, they she introduced him. She shook the mom in the wheelchair. You remember the wheelchair? That's pretty important. And uh, my favorite part was where she just asked him if she wanted or if he wanted any soft drinks sparkling cider or fruit punch and it's just like who offers all those things like, yeah, <laughs> like sitting in your fridge <laughs> it's a like, fruit punch bowl it's a ladle yeah i make like a whole batch of it every day and then <laughs> that's what he took her up on that's what he ends up drinking at the dinner the fruit punch. It sounded like yeah. they probably took the most effort so call <laughs> yeah. it his part he's just trying to be a good uh guest was fruit punch back then the same as now like when you think of fruit punch now it's like a powdery mixture maybe it was more like fruit I know. I mean, I think of it as like, yeah, like you're really like. I think now it's fruit punch. It's in that crystallized bowl with a ladle. Or now, like when I think of fruit punch, I'm thinking of someone taking like powder and mixing it. Oh, yeah. I think of like a juice box now. No, but no, I think back then it was like, I would guess that this mom had like the whole day to prepare for dinner. And she was like, oh, I'm going to put some pineapple in here. Honestly. What the fuck is punch? <laughs> what, what were yeah, they making back punch? in the day? Why was it like all sharp? When you drink it, it's like sharp. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Maybe it's like it's fruit. more alcoholic. Is anything else called punch? Fruit no, punch. They always put like at SJJ, they would have fruit punch in a punch bowl and it would be like sharp. Yeah, remember juice. that? It was so like what the, bitter. What is in it? Yeah, what do they do to it? Because it just seems like it's fermented fruit, which is alcohol. Yeah. 
don't and know. And then we'd always but... have to go back to father's room afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go to confession right after. Yeah. <laughs> it's your bad boy. And he'd make up the rules like shirts off Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because there were shirts off Fridays, Thursdays, there were shirts off Wednesdays. Honestly, I remember shirts on Mondays. The other days are normal. <laughs> no, but the problem with that was you had to take your pants off. Which yeah, I hated. Shirts on. I always hated that. Yeah, that sucked. It did. Uh, yeah. suck. All right. Well, we did good. So we are on the last scene, and mo the most iconic scene of what I know so far. Hey, what's up, Doc? This is where her voice is. In case you haven't guessed, I'm making you another one of these tapes. The fact that he doesn't actually, his foot doesn't get caught on that chain when he stands up and pulls it down. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's like they had to do that multiple times. Could you imagine this guy Actually, in real life? You'd be like, what a fucking I'm in kind of a weird mood. I'm in kind of a weird mood. James is sweet. But he's so dumb. Coconut. I should have met you a long time ago, Dr. Jacoby. Because right now I can take just so much of sweet. Like, here's where that music comes in and it makes it good. I know I'm going to get lost in those woods again tonight. Remember me telling you about that mystery man? This seems well, fake. This face. I love her. I think that's not her voice. I don't think so either. I think like he just the It almost so sounds like the girl. girl from at the Arab State. I'm thinking this guy isn't truly a doctor. He's just really into the actual murder of this girl. He's making up everything. He gets all the information that he hears from doctors or whatever and like creates his own scene just because he's obsessed with like murder mysteries. Yeah. I could see I, that. I I'm definitely like, think this guy's like crazy. a red herring. Yeah. Like he's, he's like just he faking is. it. That's that's not her voice. It it almost that sounds like someone else recorded it. Yeah. So I think that he's just faking it just because he gets turned on by like weird murder stuff. No, Maybe. no. I think he's just been in love with her. Like he's been like watching this girl from a distance for like many years. So. Or or he is actually her like therapist, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's um, wild. Yeah. It's not even possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's this is as far as I've seen so far. So yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I might watch episode three tonight. At least get it, my uh, tongue wet with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna wait till Sunday because if I watch it tonight, I'm gonna be. Is Sarah still there? Yeah. So mine. What's, her, what's your opinion on episode one or episode two? What's your opinion on episode two? That's the soap one. First movie. Soap one. Yeah. Yeah. You like it? Trauma. Trauma. That's good. Trauma. <laughs> I like it. She doesn't know Leo's actually a good guy, so. Yeah. <laughs> He's just saying. It's just got a real gift of a girlfriend. I'm going to I'm going to clean. <laughs> you haven't showered in forever. <laughs> There's only one way to clean you up. All right, well, we did it. Two episodes. Congrats, guys. <laughs>